Adelaide mates, don't forget that we've got the live Little Dum Dum Club show plus both of our solo shows in the one night coming up on August the 12th. We'd love to see you guys there. It's at the Producers Bar and you can get tickets now from littledumdumclub.com. Also, if you're in Melbourne, our live 200th show this Saturday is now sold out. Uh, So if you missed out, sucked in. But if you still want to see some stuff, I am doing a one-night return of my show, Pip Squeak, at Five Burrows on August the 27th. Uh, there's two shows at 6 and 8 p.m. It's free. You just have to email me at tommydasilo.com and let me know what time you want to come along. And hopefully we'll see you out there somewhere soon. See you, mates. Mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo. Sitting opposite me is the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. Good day, kid. Hey, uh, I was away for the weekend, which I'll get into a bit later on. But I used the. Have you ever used the long-term car park at the airport? Oh no, no, I, I, I'm not doing that well. So, no, I wouldn't be <laughs> Yeah, you've got to be earning the big buns yeah. to park your car for five days. Yeah, 30 yeah. bucks for five days. It's good. Oh, really? It's a good rate down there. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, so, I parked my car there and they give you a shuttle bus from the airport back to the long-term car park. And there's a little kind of TV screen on the bus that sort of, you know, because they've got bits at the front to store your suitcases and stuff. And it's, you know, they're very particular about how... You know, you put your suitcase on the racks and all that stuff. So there's a little graphic kind of guiding you through how to store your heavier items. And so it's all – it's a little animation and it's sort of like, you know, someone's suitcase and then someone's travel bag and whatever. And one of the examples that they have for like super heavy items is a little animated grand piano just like sliding onto the shelf, which just – Blows me away because could they not think of a more relatable, yeah. common, yeah, large yeah. item? Yeah. How often are people bringing yeah. a piano onto the that's, shuttle bus? That's for Tweety and Sylvester the cat when they get on the shuttle bus. Yeah. That's, that's the sort of uh, uh, currency they deal in. But is that a, is that maybe that's a thing I'm not aware of? Like, uh, mate, you know, you come back through duty free. I just can't bloody help myself. I've always got to buy a bloody bottle of yeah. Jamison and a baby grand every time the I travel. The of, of, of tax they put on those Steinways is ridiculous. <laughs> that's why they end up in duty free. Yeah. Uh, well, today on the show, uh, we've got two uh, guests that we're very excited about. First of all, you know him as the host of Speaks and Specs. Uh, he's just done a weekend at Splendor in the Grass, which I'm sure we'll get into. Please welcome back into the little dum dum club, Josh Earl. Hey, mate. Hey, buddy. I did had did the shuttle bus once uh, and the bus driver were flying Qantas and just forgot to stop at Qantas. Oh. <laughs> There's like 40 people on the bus who didn't get off and he just forgot to, to stop and had to go around again with everyone going, what, we're going to miss our flight. Oh. It was the worst because he's, oh, I can't stop. I can't stop anywhere. And we're like, I like that forgetting the big... Like, yeah. forgetting the biggest airline that there is. But the thing is, he wasn't picking up anyone from Virgin or Jetstar. Yeah. So, there was no one getting on the bus. He was just dropping people off. He just forgot that there was 40 people sitting behind him oh, all right. talking. Maybe right. he's, like, on the take from Tiger. Like, they've <laughs> just gone, just forget Qantas so that people get another look at the Tiger terminal as they go past. Uh, also joining us uh, for the first time, very excited about this. He's just released the album Startup Cult, which debuted at number three on the Aria chart. Please welcome into the Little Dum Dum Club all day. Yeah. yeah. Hello, guys. Hey, man. Thanks for doing this. Do we call you all day? Is that what we have to, do we have to call you that the whole That's time? That's how you have to refer to me. No, <laughs> you can call me Tom. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that was going to be my first question too. Like, how long do we keep that yeah, uh, yeah. that artifice going? But yeah, yeah Tom. Tom, hello. Time. Welcome. Does Thank it, does you. Does it then turn into, if people are calling you all day, all the time, does that, that then turn into Allsy or... 
or Dayo or anything like that. Well, yeah, Old Easy. Old Easy, yeah. Old Easy. See, I'm, I'm already worried. We're in very, like, just two men of my <laughs> slash your age talking about hip-hop is going to get into, like, us just sounding like a couple of dads very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It almost sounds sort of weirdly racist. <laughs> oh, it, if I call you Old Dayo, is that bad? <laughs> old Dayo. <laughs> that's, that's Il Dago is what you're thinking of. What about Old Daywu, the car? If old they, Daywoo, like, came looking for sponsorship. Yeah, you know what? I'll sell out for that. <laughs> for a terrible car manufacturer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this is the thing. So I don't know if this is, like, a public... People know this about you, but you started in comedy. Mm. Because I met you uh, in Adelaide one night, like doing the the Rhino Room, and then um, yeah, and you were really ago. good. And I was well. doing one liners, and then Carl kind of you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, took, he pushed me up against the wall yeah. <laughs> and said, "There's not enough space <laughs> for both of us in this scene. It's and me and Goblet, and that's it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, great! Because you um yeah, because you were in uh, a few years ago, or no, a couple of years ago, uh, you were in the comedy festivals. Uh, comedy Zone mm. Showcase, which for people who don't know, it's a thing that the comedy festival sort of handpicks, uh, you know, a bunch of uh, kind of new comics to do like a sort of a showcase show at the comedy festival. And, uh, and, and, and yeah, you were in that. And then not long after that, you kind of – because you don't really do stand-up anymore, do you? Focus no, I haven't. Music? It's kind of like, you know, picked one thing because, I don't know, comedy – there's not, it's just, you know, it's like you have to think about it. You wake up in the morning, you think about jokes and, you know, yeah. I figure you just pick something. Well, that was it. Like, I, you know, I, I've said on the show before I run a couple of comedy rooms and whatever and, like, literally the last time I saw you was, like, you had just done a spot at a room and then you pulled out of a spot, uh, I think at Spleen or something like that. You hit me up and said, oh, look, I'm really sorry. I can't do it. I, I need to concentrate on one thing. I need to concentrate on my music. And, you know, now you're number, number three on the album charts. And so mm. what I mean to say is, well, 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 we've come <laughs> crawling back. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I pulled out. Of, that was your room, Carl. Yeah. So, yeah, I sensed on that day, Carl was not too happy with me. There was, <laughs> no, there was no, a passive no. aggressiveness coming through <laughs> on the... Uh, <laughs> and you're like going, no, nah, I just need to, you know, pull out of the comedy gig to focus on the rap music. And Carl just desperately going, no, nah, you can just do your raps at the comedy <laughs> show. That's fine with me. Is it okay, though? Won't play my iPod or anything. <laughs> yeah. You just do that. Because <laughs> in hip-hop, you're allowed to be funny in your lyrics as well. Whereas yeah. in rock and kind of like indie, you, they don't like it. They don't like it if you're funny. Cause it goes it's like, against your like yeah. you know, grungy aesthetic. Yeah, but in hip, are you... You can be. Like sometimes I am, but yeah. you know the pressure to be funny in hip-hop... Yeah. Yeah, is not as much as in yeah. when you're getting paid to be funny. So, like, but it's interesting because I think you know a lot of comics do like hip hop, and I kind of think that I think that there are a lot of similarities yeah. in them. Like they're both you know like rhythm and timing and use of language and stuff like very common throughout both of them. For and sure. they've got comedy skits on their albums. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. That, are you, you going to do any of that? I didn't. I haven't. I don't know. Like I, I remember when I was writing one-liners. Though sometimes I would like write a joke and be like, "This could be a joke or a rap." Yeah, so pick it. Please never do ne- like the skits <laughs> yeah. in hip hop albums. Yeah. <laughs> what a dated like uh, y- you know it's like the first time you listen through you're like this is cool and then you go I'm never going to listen to these again. Yeah, this is yeah. just wrecking a party when you've got it on yeah. random. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up, Mr. Worst. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he had a lot of skits in yeah, that album. Yeah, that album, like College Dropout, had like, yeah, four, I think. Yeah, I dug out um Stankonia, the Outcast album to listen to again before we went to Splendor in the Grass this weekend and none of the skits on that are even good the first time. They're all they're all atrocious. They're really, really bad. But, you, like, you probably could, like, you know, you've got a bit of a comedy back and you were good at comedy. Like, if anyone was going to bring it back and do it well, 
I would argue that it could be you. Yeah, I don't know. I think it gets a dead in the age of iTunes, you know. Yeah. Like, you yeah. Know, people barely listen to albums in full anyway. Just chop up this podcast and put it in installments <laughs> in between the tracks yeah. on the next album. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that, um, like in the idea of, you know, a uh, 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 tradition of hip hop when they talk about people, you know, f- the people, rappers' upbringings from the streets and whatever, whether it's Bronx or, you know, East LA or Detroit or whatever. And I love that because you're from Adelaide. Mm. I think it would be awesome if you were doing more raps about Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Adelaide has got some, you know, Snowtown. I wasn't actually actually you a part of Snowtown. Snowtown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> Born in 1991, worth pointing out that you weren't a part of Snowtown. No, not, yeah, not active in Snowtown, but a lot of bad stuff goes down there. You could do, you could do a whole rap on just 24-hour bakeries. Well, I'd I've like got, to I've see that. There's three I'd of like those in Adelaide. Yeah. Oh, well, oh we to, know. I'd like, you know. Pitch, I'd like to pitch some lines in case you ever do. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Right. Carl's been spent his Google history will show the Ryman Dictionary and Glenelg, I reckon. <laughs> well, hear, hear me out. I got more rhymes than Barossa Valley's got wines. Oh, Christ. There you oh, go. Wow. There you go. Oh, Christ. <laughs> My name is Carl and I'm here to say... <laughs> Hey, Carl, you know how it's really annoying when I've you do it? I've got two to go. No, I know. You know how it's really annoying when you do a stand-up gig and someone comes up to you and goes, i got a couple of funny jokes that you can use in your act if you like. <laughs> I'm well aware this is annoying. Don't worry about that. <laughs> no, let's hear these. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got bigger brass balls than the ones in Rundle Mall. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. That, what, brass balls? Is yeah. that saying that it's good to have as a human? Yeah. Yeah, I think when you say you have big balls, it means like a, I'm a, okay. Yeah, yeah but it's yeah. but but you're saying it's the mati- It's not just the size; it's the the brass. <laughs> the yeah, brass. The fact that they're then made out of brass. That just means you're cold, doesn't it? If you've got brass, I don't know. Yeah. I've never heard that expression. Anyway, okay. continue right. number three. Okay, sure. You well, zero for two. So far. <laughs> <laughs> well, lucky for me, I close strong. So <laughs> I'd rather kiss your daughter than drink Adelaide's water. <laughs> oh, now that's hey, that's, that's actually right. good. Nah. That's actually good. Adelaide water has a weird tang to it doesn't it yeah, yeah. it's good and earth water did you because you grew up there yeah did you so i because c- i can't imagine what that's like having that as your default water taste well you don't know anything else yeah, yeah. so i drank that my whole life and then i came here and i drank what is known around the world as water <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now i go back and i just have to drink out of like you know one of those cardboard boxes yeah yeah oh, out man, of like, a cardboard box it's called what? boxed wine <laughs> oh, you drinking goon, goon. yeah, yeah. Oh, no you know like mount franklin or what are those boxes yeah yeah like? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, not really ones. water either that stuff goon yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cloudy as well <laughs> yeah i i again like you you're just doing those rhymes i'm 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 yeah i'm petrified of just sounding like the most uncool oh, people. Yeah. Because it, it, it I'm sort of re- my dad right yeah. now. Because yeah. it reminds it, it, I was thinking about this this morning. There's a friend of ours who used to work on uh, Triple M, and he told me one time he was walking through the corridor uh, while Eddie Maguire was on the air, and he heard this snippet of Eddie Maguire cutting to a song and going, Coming up next, we've got a song by the band Fallout Boy. <laughs> it's a pretty odd name for a band, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, good on you, lads. Here it is. And just. <laughs> I just, I just think of that any time I'm trying to talk about so, like music and sound cool where I go, yeah. that would be my nightmare to have someone overhear me talking like that yeah. and go... <laughs> uh, never say... Just a, here's a very easy tip. Never say that's a weird name for a band because it never is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Whatever, it, whatever it is, is a normal name for a band. What would yeah. Eddie Maguire name a band, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know, but another Triple M story is uh, Tony Martin was... he. 
introduced the band Root, who is Damien from Tism, and he introduced them on stage. Just going, oh, this is the band. They're my favourite band, blah, blah, But he's saying he tried to get him. This is when he was working on Triple M. Tried, he showed it to the bosses, and he played a song, and the boss just went... Well, it's no Fallout Boy, <laughs> and Tony's like, exactly. This is why we should be playing it. And the, no, that was what the Triple M sound was like five years ago. Fallout Boy. Um, Tom, because I, I saw a thing you put on Facebook the other day about how you've got like aims for the year. Mm. Um, so like, and you've you've knocked off like quite a majority of those already. What did you have like a? a you know, that's a heavily edited list. Oh, really? Because oh, there's a real list. That not like that was know, just for Facebook. That was like the I'm that gonna the, cut off this one. I'm yeah. gonna cut off you know you tongue kiss and Alicia Keys. All, right. these, <laughs> <laughs> all these ones that I wasn't gonna get this. Just year. tongue kissing. So if you get it just a proper a little smooch on the lips, you, you're gonna be stop short of fingering. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you have like ten thousand Facebook likes. Hundred thousand. Oh, hundred thousand. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Two, two, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I earned them, so yeah, might as well enjoy them. Yeah, sure. What were the other ones? So, um, um, they. Debut at no? Did you have a, an aim for what number you debut at? Or I wanted see. I didn't write that on the edited list, but um, yeah, I was going for top. Five. I should have put that in because I got it. I yeah, wanted yeah. a top five. Or, or yeah, it's easy to write an aims list once you've done it. Just yeah, it back yeah. And go. <laughs> see, you Dum Dum Club, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so I had to cut a lot off, but because I just didn't want everyone to go. Well, you missed all these. Oh you're, yeah, you're yeah. an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you suck. Yeah. <laughs> Still six months almost to go. What is yeah. it, five months? Yeah. I don't know. Have you been asked yet to go and perform at your school? You know what? I don't know. If you guys know the comedian Amos Gill? Yes. Yep. Yep. So we went to the same school. Right. And so I'm good friends with him. Um, but w- I went in Raw the year before Amos. And then I got a call from the school saying we've got this assembly. And Amos hadn't been in Raw yet. Amos went on to, I think, do the same thing as I did in Raw, which was come second. Right. And – but. I got a call and she said, it's this lady from the school. I just want to know if you can do this. Uh, come and do five minutes at this big assembly and there's all going to be old scholars and Olympians from the school there. Oh, boy. Um, I'd really love you. Yeah, it would be terrible, but I, I'd really love you to do it um, because Amos has pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I was just like, no, and that's not. I like, like the idea of like you with... Robert D. Costello and they go can you do a rap with him <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> well because I've been talking uh, the last couple of weeks on this show I got asked to go back and do a comedy night at my school which just seemed like it was going to be the worst thing of all time and it was meant to be coming up this coming Friday and I got an email while I was away over the weekend from the guy organising it saying look at you know we got Amos yeah <laughs> <laughs> due to a whole bunch of things we're going to have to you know cancel it thanks for your time and everything but the subject line of the email was bad news. <laughs> I went, not for me, it's not. <laughs> like, I read that and went, oh, fuck, the gig's happening then. <laughs> was that gig for the kids or for the just parents? Was it, it was a fundraiser? A, it was a fun... Yeah, it was going to be at night. It was going to be a fundraiser. So it could have been okay. It, yep. was better than, it was better than being asked to go to... A, like, had a better chance of being good than if it was to be going into a, an assembly. Yeah. But, yeah, it's... Oh, it's the ultimate nightmare. I'm so relieved... Because... That was going to be my next thing as soon as I got back from Splendour was going, all right, I've got four days. How yeah. can I get out of going to my school on a Friday night yeah. and doing comedy? That, that would be the ultimate, though, wagging that gig. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. 
Just the final wag. Smoking cigarettes around the corner instead of doing the <laughs> <laughs> um, So when you were doing, Tom, when you were doing the comedy festival a couple of years ago, I remember a couple of people saying that they went, uh, they went and watched you do like a freestyle battle thing in Melbourne. Was that a thing? Mm, yeah, you I used did. To do a bit? Because I just moved to Melbourne in 2012, so that's when I did Comedy Zone. And I did, the first thing I did was go to a battle, like yep. a freestyle, like beat battle, and then like, I, the, you know, there's different rounds. So it's just, it's basically for you rad dads here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's basically like um, eight mile. Like, you know, you beat one guy, then you move on, yep. you move on, then you move on. And that's like, so around that same time, music was getting bigger and I won that battle. And then, you know, I just ended up stopping Yeah, because I'm sort of fascinated with that sort of scene because I don't know anything about it, but it seems like to me there would be a lot of similarity, similarities between that and sort of like the open mic comedy scene yeah. in that a lot of, a lot of weirdos with delusions of grandeur and it's similar to comedy in that there's no barrier to getting on. Do you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like you don't have to have learned an instrument. And, and no. You just have to think you're good and go and sign yeah. up. There'd be hacks as well. There'd be people like, you know, Josh saying before, you know, hey, my name is Carl and I'm here to say <laughs> boo. <laughs> yeah, is there hack? Is there, what's, what's, what's like hack rapping? Hack rapping. So are you talking about hack in the in sense of is successful in a bad way? Hack? Not even successful. Or just, just terrible. Just, yeah, just Oh, well, just people just obvious. bomb just the same way as in comedy. Like people come on and they don't know what to do or they're a bit crazy and they've just, you know, got off that, stopped taking their meds and they've jumped up on stage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that the same thing happens, and that's like why open mics are hilarious in comedy, and that's why it, it's the same thing as battles. Like, cra- I yeah. Think on that day that I was talking about before, I think I battled like a forty-year-old lady who. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, because yeah. What was her name? She looked like a cracked out J Lo, and the, oh. I don't, I cannot remember her name, but she went down in flames. I hope yeah. it was cracked out J Lo. That's actually a really good name. Because they always make it, it out like menopause. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they always make it out like it's just you find the faults in the person you're battling against and just pick at them, kind of thing. Yeah. Is that what it is? Really it like? is. Yeah. It's like you. So just how, how, when you got a forty year old woman, what do you do? You're like, <laughs> you must be going. Oh, it's kind of like I'm battling my mom. I can't really go hard at her. That's kind of what I said. Like, oh, yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. You're you my mother's your, age. You know. Yeah, well, Where's your kids? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I had a tech for one of my shows, a show that Carl came and saw up in Sydney. It was a pretty tech-heavy show. And the tech, she would have been 50, 60, and she just fucked up all the time. Damn. And I felt bad going nuts at her, going, oh, it's, it's like I'm yelling at my mum for not knowing how to use the remote. It yeah. was like just that terrible, terrible things I couldn't... Oh, wow, so were you yelling at her? I, I had to nicely say, can you learn it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I went Can you and watched, do your job? I went and watched in uh, in LA at the start of the year at the comedy store. They have this like monthly thing that's like a comedy hip hop battle where they have comedians rap battling, and it's in this tiny little room, and it's really full, like they just. It's like some of the private conversations that go on with Melbourne Comedy on Facebook. It's just flat out sledging of each other. Well, it's a shame that Carl's flow is not that good because he would be great at it. He'd be so good at just picking someone's weakness. Yeah, but it was the one I saw was like there was this one dude who was great at it and he was up against this guy who was just like no good. And so the, the first guy was just tearing this guy down so well like – and, like, I didn't know who these guys were, but, you know, it was just all people that sort of knew them in the room. So just picking apart, you've got your joke about this and that's hack and you still pretend that you've got a fucking girlfriend for your material and you don't and fucking oh, wow. you only get easy laughs by talking about this and really, really specific and just killing. And then the other guy would just go, 
oh, my name is Ray and I'm here to say that you're really gay. And just and then would like sort of turn to face the crowd as if like, hey, here we go. And the whole like just booing this guy off the stage. It was really br- – and then they get judged on each round. But it was – you so kind of – what was the 40-year-old oh, woman saying about you like – Oh, I Which, she I don't think she rhymed very much. Oh, really? She was very deluded. <laughs> <laughs> Some spoken word. Poetry, Some spoken word. Yeah. Just a lot of like gesturing and oh, really? nervousness. Because the beat goes on and then they play it for about forty five seconds. And if you choke, you're just there in front yeah. of hundreds of people and you have nothing in, to say. That's insane. Because like in comedy, you can sort of go. You can see people probably think what they're saying is funny in the, in their head, but. If something doesn't rhyme, like there's no delusion in your head that can go, nah, orange shorter rhymes with yeah. tractor. <laughs> no, that's, that's sort of there. Yeah, it's either it's either rhyming or it's not. Yeah, so. that town of Orange has not got any good rappers coming from. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Sam and I'm from Orange. Oh, uh, you're yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, on your to-do list, on your, your, your aims list, I should say, you had uh, a nomination for Arias, mm. I think. Yeah, so when... When do you find out? When's a nomination for Aria time? I don't know. I should figure yes, that out. Do. Yes, you do. Oh, I honestly no. don't know. It's, it's in it's in around October. There you go. Australian oh, right. Music Month is October. October. November, I thought it was October, November. November. Yeah. Okay, that's not too far away. That's yeah. cool. So, uh, have Hilltop Hoods released an album this year? Yeah, because that's what you got to think. Yeah, like, that's why I'm. They're about to release an album. I think they'll do it yeah, in time yeah. to win the Aria. Oh. That's why I said nomination. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, they, but best newcomer you would count for. Well, best newcomer is across all genres, so I'm sure there's some hunk. It will win that. Yeah. Um, you should. Uh, that's if you build more skits in your album because that's like quite famously oh. the comedy category yeah. is very under. Con- it's like if you release a comedy album in the year, you'll get nominated from Naria. So yeah. you could sneak in that way, mate. Well, not many now, people release comedy albums. Well, they yeah. now accept DVDs. Oh. Yeah, which I don't. I think know. they now accept old American Rosso albums. Yeah. Like just yeah. <laughs> whatever's been out in the last ten years. Well, I think Arch Barker was nominated one year. But you. So you're a big chance to get invited. That'd be. The, that, that's surely That's going to be a good thing To go there Yeah Yeah that should be pretty cool Like hanging out with Home and Away stars Or whoever yeah. the hell goes To those things Yeah Yeah Andrew G you hang Andrew G he's yeah. a, I'm a vegan and he's a vegan Where we go Conversation already Yeah <laughs> Josh, How long you, have you been vegan for Very quickly About four years Okay Because my girlfriend is thinking Of doing a month of being vegan Yeah Which if your partner does it It's like Well I'm probably going to end up Sucked into this too Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm dreading it a little bit Do you drink coffee Yes Do you have milk with it Yes. That's where you'll fall down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can have soy milk. Yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine with soy milk. It's Melbourne. Yeah. Okay. It's the yeah. soy milk probably capital uh, of the world. Yeah. Josh, are you, do you get to go to Arias this year? I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think anyone... <laughs> I don't think the ABC are like forwarding on emails to me somehow. <laughs> I don't know what. But no, I don't... I, I, if, if anyone's listening from Aria, yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll yeah. come along. From Aria. Yeah. What is Aria? Who is it? Like Australian Recording Industry Association? Is it, uh, yeah. <laughs> like those nominations and award... Is it... Is it What's it? Is it peer voted or is it a committee or is it? I think like it's like industry, like labels and stuff. Yeah. Right. It's Glenn A. Baker. Yeah. It's Michael Gudinski. <laughs> and it's Molly. John Michael Hauser. And Molly. Yeah. yeah. And, and Wilbur Wilde. <laughs> he gets to chime in. He's the wild card. Hey, uh, Tom, I heard you tell this story on uh, the radio a little while ago, so I'm sorry for getting to you, you to repeat it, but uh, about when you did comedy and you sent a script off to Will Ferrell. Mm, is that yeah. a true thing? That really happened, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I came here, when I moved to Melbourne, I was also doing uh, like a screenwriting thing at RMIT briefly, mm-hmm. which like I started and I would recommend nobody do because it's, <laughs> it's, it's really easy. It's about like year nine level work and I'd already taught myself like beyond the end Is of this the, the creative writing course and you had to send a folio in? No, it's actually screenwriting. Oh, right. Okay. Um, 
but it's just really easy. Yeah. So like the first, I think I was 10 weeks in and they were like, the, your first assignment is a 1500 word fairy tale and you can write about <laughs> anything. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> Not even in the form of a script. Yeah. Just right. a fairy tale. You didn't even have to rhyme it either. No. Wow. Exactly. Wow. So yeah, I was doing that, and then at the bef- bef- before I entered that course, I was like, I've written this amazing movie. Yeah. And I had envisioned Danny McBride and Will Ferrell. I was probably like nineteen, as leads. Yeah. So I, I thought I'll send it to Adam McKay and Will Ferrell. Yeah. And they'll give me money, yeah. and the movie will be made. <laughs> <laughs> and you could totally get out of this fairy tale thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what happened, and then I actually did get an email back that said, "Yeah, your thing has been destroyed." <laughs> Oh, yeah. The script has been destroyed. They said, like, we don't take unsolicited things. We've destroyed it. Yeah, because I know, like, production companies are always very, like, if they say we read it and liked it and then in two years' time a film shows up that has similarities to things you wrote, yeah. you can, like, you know, sue them. So they have to make a big deal of going, yeah. no one Do saw this. Do they have to say destroyed? <laughs> Seems like a pretty brutal way of saying We yeah. set it on Thanks, fire. But no, thank you. We pissed on it. <laughs> we euthanized your script. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've given myself a full Sorry. frontal lobotomy <laughs> just to make sure I never remember who you are. Yeah. But what yeah. was it about? Oh man, there was a big, there was a, some plot issues with this script. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but they didn't read it, so um, yeah, there was about. Yeah, I, I honestly like it was just a earlier coming of age story. That's what all movies are about nothing are called a coming of age story. Yeah, yep. Um, like it was just these guys and they went on this mission to find something, and I, you know, I thought it was full to of find something. <laughs> Can't even remember what it was. No wonder they destroyed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was full of funny dialogue, I thought, but there wasn't a lot of character development. How long did it take them to rip up these two pages of scripts? <laughs> it was 120 pages, oh, wow. binded and like you know done in perfect like Hollywood script form. Like yep. you know, there's all those specifications you have to yep, make yep. it as the font and everything. It took me yeah. ma- I spent hours on it every day for months. Do you still have it? I would have like it on a USB somewhere. You should try and like you should try and like crowdfund to get this up. <laughs> that would be the yeah. dream that or yeah, rewrite it as skits for your next album. Yeah. And and you know, if you win that aria, you have it at pool, you go to Will Ferrell and Danny McBride and go, Hey boys, come on. Do some skits yeah. in the middle of a new album. I like that it'd be like your eight mile. Like Eminem comes over there as a rapper. <laughs> then your eight mile is Will Ferrell coming out going, we're going to raise money for the orphanage, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my pet project in a few years when I'm real rich will be make this crappy movie. Yeah, <laughs> finally bring it back. Well, you know, like uh, uh, Seth Rogen wrote Superbad when he was like 16 or something. Yeah. Like he, oh, he wrote really? it. Yeah, yeah, he originally wrote it for himself and his mate and then it just sat around for years and then by the time he got big enough that he could make it happen, he's yeah. too old to play the characters. Yeah, right. But, you know, that's a great story that's probably given a lot of false hope to a lot of very yeah, bad yeah. young writers out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that thing we've talked about on the show before. Like, a lot of people say, oh, when Yuzi started, he wasn't much chop yeah. in comedy. And then everyone goes, great, well, I'm not much chop either, so <laughs> I might be the next Yuzi. <laughs> nah, nah probably them. not. Yeah. Um, so, you, Tom, you've just been around the country supporting, or well, not around the country, I think, like two dates supporting Lily Allen. Yeah. What was, was that cool. like? Was that, did you get much FaceTime with Lily? The FaceTime was very limited with yes. Lily. Like, I accidentally went in her bathroom <laughs> and I was looking at myself in the mirror just before I went on and there was like, it said artist bathroom. I thought, I'm an artist, I'll yeah. go in there. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and then she came in, she's cleaning her teeth and she gave me her like, little like, you serious, mate? Kind of look. But not in a rude way, just kind of like, you you know. And I was like, I'm sorry. And she was like, you know, that's cool. And then I just kind of tiptoed out of there and then that was it. That was all, that was the meeting with Lilian. That was it. That was it. Wow. Oh, really? 
but then she apparently she handpicked me and she sent me a little card saying thanks for coming on tour so like that it was nice and i did walk past the dressing room and see the doors open a crack yeah. and <laughs> that's as far as i'm gonna go there. Uh, <laughs> damn it you did say crack yeah. it's good did good you know that she brushes the teeth before she performs electric I, toothbrush I, I do the same thing you do i can't i've got to brush my teeth before i go and do a gig fresh thing. feeling yeah. enough yeah yeah do you because it would have been that thing like did you have that thing when you got asked to do it where you think oh we are gonna become best friends yeah. and she's gonna go come i'm gonna fly you over to america <laughs> to tour with me there <sighs> yeah. it's hard not to you know you get asked to do something cool like that where you're around people you just imagine that you're gonna have some chance or even at festivals like you're gonna have some chance encounter with and it does i mean it does happen to people yeah it does and it's it takes you just going because like she's around but there's yeah. kind of this unspoken like you know you just leave her alone kind of feeling yeah, yeah. It takes you just going, I'm just going to go say hello. And then she just, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. just not that kind of person. I can't, yeah. yeah. I, I'll just stay in my little. Um, but going back to Aria's, I, yeah, if either of you guys get the invite, here's my plan. Okay. I sneak on the rider with you guys because this is, this is one of my favourite things about the Aria's. Yeah, because you'll be our first choice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to take my wife. And, <laughs> no, yeah, no. Tom's going to take his friends. Because, well, this is what happens. See, I, I grew up with um, the guys at the Avalanches, right? And so when they... Like, that was a big thing. That was probably the only time I've ever watched the Arias. When they got uh, nominated, like, 2001 or something like that, I, this is what happened. They went up to Sydney to do it. And what I loved was they had this crazy old guy that was, like, a percussionist for a couple of dates on, like, a tour. Didn't have anything to do with the album, anything like that. Just just played cymbals and maracas on a couple of dates <laughs> in, you know, Warnable or whatever. Yeah. And then they go to the Arias. They're nominated for, like, ten awards or something. They go there... This guy rocks up, goes, here I am, boys, just like, you know, we all planned. And they're like, what? He goes in there. He's not invited or anything. Just, and they have to go, okay, not only this, he's like 20, 30 years older than them. Whoa. And he is dressed in like one of those cartoon Chinaman hats. <laughs> like like a, a triangle, you know, those, like yeah, those rice paddy sort yeah. of weird hats. But this is a very, very, very white 50-year-old dude yeah. who's coming going, yeah, time for the Aras, everyone. They're like, oh, geez, can you tell him? No. All right, <laughs> well, he's coming with us. They go in there. They win four awards. So he walks up on stage with them Every four time. times going, yeah. <laughs> and then because he's not part of the group, they've, you know, Ari have, have uh, organised like four or five, however many Aras there are. And there's one short for every time they win something because he's not supposed to be there. So they miss out on an aria every time. So this guy who's just gone in and got four arias for oh. himself and then gone, see you, mate, <laughs> and gone back to bloody you know Zone 3 in Melbourne where he li- lives. So oh this guy gosh. played percussion a couple of gigs and he's got four arias in his talk. So what, they, you reckon he's still got the arias? Yes, he definitely does. They needed them. to somehow say, you're not in the avalanches. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. no, no, somehow, that's exactly what you say. What you said. <laughs> they did, they did <laughs> get him back by not releasing another album for the next ten years. So yeah. he has to answer, when's the new album come out? And goes, oh, I don't know, guys. I'm not going to talk to the guys. Is, so that's just to keep away from <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah. Just yeah. to make sure he doesn't win any more arias. <laughs> they probably not think, release we'll be winning more of these within another two years when the new album's out. So let's not a big stress. They're just waiting for him to 
die and then they'll put out a new <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that the scoop? Yeah. Scoop direct from the avalanches. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I love it. They're pretty evil. Um, well, me and Josh were just at uh, – I mentioned this briefly before. We've just been uh, – we've spent the weekend at Splendour in the Grass. Yes. Um, it's pretty much a whole weekend in each other's company. We did, yeah. yeah. We hung out a lot. Yeah, it was, it was it good. Was, it was nice. We did uh, – so we were doing comedy on uh, in the Forum Tent stage. Yes. Uh, which was a lot of fun. And then um, – yeah, what was your highlight? What was your highlight, Josh, of the weekend? I like oh, it, bands was yep. Courtney Barnett. My highlight though was I'll just go straight into this. I'll so you don't railroad me and bring it up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> me and Dave Quirk and friend of the show, yeah, Cam Knight and John Conway all went and watched. Oh, and Becky Lucas all went and watched uh, Khalees. My milkshake. Bring, yep. Anyway. Yep. Yep. And as we we're walking there, it was you had to walk a fair way, and I accidentally just brushed hands with this. Woman, as because it was heaps of people. And I said, "Oh, sorry, held your hand there," and then she turned on me, and she obviously peeking. She was so off her face and just stared me down, like looked straight, and wouldn't leave me alone for the next two hours. <laughs> it was oh. just like, "Oh my god, you are! I'm going to take you home." You are, and I'm like, "Oh no, I'm 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 married. I've got a kid." Uh, blah, blah blah, and then she goes, "I'm mar- I've got a kid too." Oh, and I'm like, no. I'm like, "How old are you?" And Dave was like, "No, actually, Dave Quirk said, how old are you?'" Like, <laughs> and she went, "22." He's two and a half, and I'm like, "Okay," and just, and so she went, tried to, me, Cam, and Dave tried to pick us all up, and just would go from one to the next to the next to the next to the next two hours. Although Cam did leave very early, he was like, "No, I've, I've got to go. I can't deal with this." Whereas Dave Quirk was very much enjoying it. <laughs> But it was like he said to me, if I was on my own, I probably would have taken him back to the tent. <laughs> Stitch him up. Because the reason I feel comfortable doing that, because he then the next day put a photo of me and her talking on Facebook. And my wife was at home with gastro going, oh. So I was just thinking, if she checks Facebook, she sees me having a great time with this woman who's very, very scantily clad. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And you tagged it. And, and both of you were blurry in the photo, yeah. which suggests <laughs> that something's either about to happen or just happened. Yeah. It's a bad photo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, as if your wife's going to check Facebook. If she's got gastro, she'd be in bed just, oh, no, that's exactly yeah. what she'd be yeah. doing. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it was it, Dave not having any idea that that's not something he should do. Yes. Putting it on. And that was the only night I drank as well. So <laughs> that was my messy night. It was when we saw Outcast, and uh, the other thing. Well, was the next. Well, the, this. Yeah, okay, you, the you next, tell this bit. The next. Because so you, Tom, you would have been. You, I guess you've performed at a couple of festivals now, and I'm, uh-huh. I'm taking it you would have been along as a as a punter. Yep. Many times over the years. This the Saturday morning because uh, you were staying off site, Josh, and uh, yep. I turned up to the little kind of artist area where all the comics were, and the and the the, the story that was being told was that in the middle of Outcast. Uh, you had knelt down on the ground and just started pissing because you didn't want to go to the toilet. And and then the bit that I thought I'd don't... Make, making a little Stankonia patch of your own. <laughs> and the bit that made me think, I don't know if I want to believe this just yet, but I also really want to believe this because it's so good, is that you, after you were done pissing, you... Saluted into the air with one hand and yelled out, Spicks and Specs! <laughs> and I heard this and I looked, look, I'm going to give Josh the benefit of the doubt here. I don't want to start rumours that are untrue. And then you turned up and you just, you'd copped to your credit, you copped to all of it. Yeah. You admitted did, all of it. I did it all. It was so packed. There was like 20,000 people trying to see Outcast. And I'm like, if I leave this spot now, there's no way I'm finding anyone else and. 
I was there. And Dave Quirk also pissed in a can. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, it was it was just – no one noticed. It was fine. It was just – there was so much piss and vomit on that <laughs> site that no one cared if – yeah, I did that. Well, the thing that got, got related to me was that you were all standing on a hill – and the, the, the Greg Larson was saying to me, you know, there were a bunch of young girls dancing in front of us. Yeah. It and it would have gone downhill and they would have been dancing in your piss. <laughs> it was a grass hill. It would have just absorbed into the into the earth. It wasn't like we are on a cement. Someone gets like a fleck of urine on them. What was that? Oh, that's it was Joshua on the grassy knoll. Uh, can I wipe this off and sell it on eBay? the second shooter. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> have you ever had to do any kind of sneaky... Backstage, yeah, uh, anything always, like that. I'm always weighing in bottles. Yeah, really. Yeah, backstage, because sometimes there's no toilet, and you can't, you know, ruin the illusion, the magic. Yeah, Lily Allen won't let you piss all over her bathroom, and you got to <laughs> yeah. do it in a bottle. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. wine bottles, whatever. I've I've done it heaps of times. Really? But not near twenty thousand uh, screaming young girls on my knees. Well, so, what song was it during? No, it was before that even yeah, started. Yeah, were they screaming before you started pissing? <laughs> it was before. <laughs> It was before that started. So it was that thing of going, I, I can't lose like everyone's spot. still piling into this area. Like, because you were down the front and I went, yeah. I left you. I said, I'll go get a beer from backstage and I come out and I just thought, I'm not going to meet, I won't get in yeah. to see you. And so I saw all those guys. So I went back out and then, yeah, that's, that's what But what was. I didn't know at the time was that night on the way home, and I didn't know any of this until the next morning, but on the night you sent a tweet out saying, oh, I'm on a bus Leaving outcast. I'm 33 years old and I'm on a bus. And I'm like, mate, you just pissed all over the floor. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad at any age, let alone yeah, you 33. Can a, you can take a bus whatever age you want. Like, <laughs> but it is that thing of being on a bus. That Buses aren't for babies. No, yeah. but you just feel like you haven't made the best life choices right. if you're on a bus. Oh, wow. Especially really? when you're performing at the Maybe festival. Maybe like, lots of people go on buses just like to not pollute or whatever. I yeah. know, but it's that thing of like going, I, I don't know. It's this thing of going, I should... I reckon when you were Where pissing I'm at in my career, I shouldn't be pissing knees. in a field and catching buses. <laughs> yeah, the, I reckon the pissing. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't have issue. I just have an issue with you complaining at the bus. It's more you should have focused. On if Spix and Specs <laughs> was still on, they would have. The festival would have had some respect and given you your own golden bottle to piss into <laughs> during <laughs> during all. Given you an honorary aria to piss in. Yeah. <laughs> David Quirk, though David Quirk was like he personifies. The, the idea of live every day like it's your last uh, <laughs> no, More than anyone else like I've ever met It's more like live every day like it's your first Because he has no <laughs> idea what's going <laughs> like on Like it's your first day on earth yeah, yeah, he, You would have met David Quirk do we I have, yeah, yeah. yeah He just, uh, every day He would ask, he would say to me multiple times Tommy, are we on the same flight home? And I would go I don't know Dave, what time's your flight? And he'd go, I don't know <laughs> This would happen five times a day For three days He is yeah. He is just adrift in the world. He yeah. has no idea what's going on. Yeah, and he would he would definitely have thought that you should know what his flight details are as well. Yeah, yeah, He'd yeah. Like, exactly. Why don't you know? Yeah. No, why don't you know that? <laughs> the other great conversation I had I witnessed to was Tommy and Dave trying to Tommy trying to explain who Lily Allen was to Dave. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Dave just got so. This girl, is she, she's English, she swears a lot. Is that her thing? Is she's that the cutesy thing? girl who swears. Yeah. <laughs> and we go, yeah, that's her. And he goes. Oh, I've got to see this. <laughs> <laughs> like it's some, um, like it's a travelling freak show or something. Like you wind her up and she goes, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> well, we so we talked a little bit about uh, yeah, seeing Outcast, which was uh, which was great. Um, 
you know, I loved it. It was such a great show, and they had um, they had a lot of you know visuals going on behind them, a big screen with sort of videos going on, and uh, you know, we're talking a little bit about the the merging of comedy and, and hip hop and stuff. And nowhere was this more evident than uh, there was a bit during uh, Big Boy singing "The Way You Move," and he had this huge video of this this girl's ass just gyrating on this giant screen for the whole thing, which we were then talking about the next day. And Josh, you came up with the idea of during your comedy set that night because we had a screen yeah. in our venue and a projector. So yeah, I, I was going to do the same thing during my set just for jokes, just have <laughs> jokes and say it. And so I went on YouTube. I you mean just with footage of you pissing on the ground yeah. behind you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just um, yeah. So I went on YouTube and found just typed in uh, slow motion booty shaking and found one. But as Tommy mentioned, like. Big Boy's one was so highly stylized, professionally like, done yeah, in a, a studio. My one was done on a webcam with the woman's drawers open <laughs> and just <laughs> clothes on the floor. Yeah. But it was probably the highlight of my set because I did not do great in those comedy tents. And uh, yeah, but you did do that. I did do it. Yeah, yeah he well, did. No it. wonder you're not doing well. Who's listening to you when they could be watching that behind <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah, no, no, that was that was the bit that went really well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. And then when I turned it off, they were like, "Oh, put it back on." Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what joke did you use with the with the butt? Oh, just a really old joke. I'm not, I don't want to do it now. But okay. uh, Tommy's actually got footage of I've it. I've got video of it. If, with your permission, we can put it up on the yeah, Facebook put, page and put stuff because it it's it's quite great. Yeah, it's a spectacular <laughs> moment. I also got this is a uh, one of the last things I have is uh, I was I was in one of the artist bars one night and there was some music on and I was a bit drunk and I was just kind of like talking to someone and sort of pretending to just sort of like drum along to the music and this guy who I didn't know sort of comes over and you know we start chatting for like a couple of minutes just about bullshit and then he goes oh so you are you seriously the drummer for DMAs and DMAs are a, a British band who were playing in the festival and so I go what and he goes oh just because you would drumming just before I thought you know I thought you were in a band and I go yeah but why did you specifically single out the band DMAs and he goes oh just because um you know just from looking at you because you know they've got that thing going on where they all dress like sporty children (laughs) so I just saw you and I thought you know which I I then I've, I've had a few days to process this statement and I can't fault him. Like, without meaning to, every day I've caught myself in the mirror and I've gone, yeah, if it had been today, he would have been right as well. Yeah. Were, you, yeah. were you dressed to go to Little Laths that day? Or <laughs> how, why were you so sporty? Yeah, it was softball practice. Um, so, yeah, sporty, the sporty child look, which uh, is now... Is that an actual thing for that band? I sort of looked at... I Google imaged them and, you know, there's a yeah, guy in a jacket and a hat. That's, that's what you're wearing today. That's what I'm yeah. wearing right now, yeah. A guy in a jacket and a hat. Which lends itself to that sport called what? Yeah. Yeah. And also being a, specifically a child. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the bit. But I, I, I Googled some pictures of the band and I looked at them all and went, oh, I'd, I'd wear that. I'd wear everything that that guy's got on. So right. I, can't, right. I can't fault him. But I also like this guy watching that band DMAs and just, you know, their fashion really sticking in his head. I like the, th- the idea that he was just this super drum fan where you're just pretending to drum and he's looking exactly what you're doing going, that is a drum fill from DMA's song. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> he's going, oh, he's spot on. Yeah. Did he's he continue talking to you after you said, no, I'm, you're not? No. Yeah, what an arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the bloody hi-fi bar, isn't yeah. it? 
found someone else more important to go talk yeah, to. Yeah, that's pretty desperate. Oh, I'm going to talk to this guy. He's a drummer. Oh, no, you should be happy that he's yeah. not a drummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's a good thing. Yeah. Hey, should we take a quick break? Sure. Uh, we're going to have an episode now of Australia's favourite and most longest running cereal. Most uh, consistent Most as well. consistently shit. <laughs> radio cereal. Good Rad- theme song, though. Rad Dad. Here and I'm here to say I'm just riding around in the rad dad way. Got a wife and kids, a cat and a dog. Now see me be right in your catalog. Yeah. Word to your mother. Cause I'm rad dad. He's the raddest dad in town. Rad dad. How cool is this, Jenny? Your old man taking you to see all day. Your very first ever rapping concert. To be honest, Rad Dad, I'm just excited that we're going to a live performance that's not some shitty 90s band at a Westfield shopping centre. Hey, say what you will about Aqua, but don't you ever speak ill of the Westfield Shopping Centre Corporation. (gasps) Rad Dad, there he is. It's all day. Can you please... Get his attention? Of course, Jenny. Hey, MC Everyday. I was about to say, can you please not do anything that makes me want to kill myself, but I guess you've taken that option off the table. Oh, hey there, uh, old man in uh, three-quarter length camouflage pants and a young girl who looks a bit like a sporty child. Uh, You guys coming to the show? We sure are. I bought 15 tickets through your fan club pre-sale. I sold the other 13 on Gumtree for 80 bucks each, so it's been a great rapping concert for me already. (laughs) Hey, just so you know, some of your fans are real gullible idiots. Uh, right, uh, right. Uh, Well, even though you seem like a complete arsehole, uh, your daughter seems pretty cool, so how would you guys like some backstage passes today? Wow! This is even cooler than that time I took LSD and thought I was hanging out with MC Scat Cat. Remember him, Jenny? Remember that day you learned that opposites do attract? Yeah, only because you're constantly showing me that full back tattoo you have of him. This is going to be so great. Hey, weekday, do you know? Do you need someone to come on stage to tell people about putting their hands up into the air? Hey, uh, I got this uh, great idea. Jenny, how about you come side of stage and your dad can stay out here by himself? Well, dudes, that's fine with me. I really need to use the bathroom anyway. Maybe I'll follow the lead of this character over here. Hi, I'm Josh Earl from TV Spicks and Specs. Here I am, pissing into the ground in public. Oh, Oh, Josh! (laughs) Rad Dad is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Oh, let me say this. Um, this is a weird thing that happened to me earlier. I was at the supermarket near uh, near here at Peter Monty's, and uh, there was a guy who worked there in the fruit and vegetable section. He was uh, getting like this styrofoam container and emptying things out of it, but he kind of kept rubbing his. You know that awful sound of like oh yeah that that the, sound of least... skin rubbing on a styrofoam container. Oh, the wow. least favorite. Uh, it was horrifying, and everyone in the fruit and veg section was just shaking, going. Like, this guy must have been, like, born in a lab or something. Like, bred to not have it, you know, feel the effects of this awful sound that he's making. Because he just kept doing it and doing it. So, I'm in the line at the checkout and there's a guy in front of me. And as that sound's happening, he turns to the checkout girl and he goes, Sounds a bit like my missus. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes, what? (laughs) He goes, that sound sounds a little bit like, sounds a little bit like the wife. And she just goes, oh, <laughs> yeah, all right. Which, and this is Peter Monty's, which, you know, I don't know if people listening know it, but it is, it's, it's, it's the supermarket with the least enthusiastic staff 
in Melbourne. Right. Like okay. I reckon it's a bit boutiquey, isn't it? Oh, not. I th- it's, it's just Fitzroy North. Yeah, that's all right. It is. But everyone there, all the checkout people are so depressed. Like this right. is what th- I think I've talked about this on the show before. One time, me and my girlfriend were in line at the checkout. We were putting our stuff through and trying to have a bit of a chat with the checkout girl. And midway through serving us, she turns to her friend and goes. Geez, I can't wait to hand in my notice of resignation at this place. <laughs> like in the middle of talk, like like this is see the kind of shit I have to put up with on a daily basis. But yeah, that oh man, just everything about that scene was awful. Yeah, right. So well, how check out is shit though. I did that for like three years. Then you check out. Yeah, really? really. Yeah, it's awful. It's so boring, and you don't get breaks. Like you, you only get like when you're in a normal job and you need to go to the toilet. You just go oh. I'll just go there. Nah. Oh, if you're at a festival. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't kneel down. Are you kidding? You would have been pissing on the floor at Woolworths. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have any uh, crappy Adelaide jobs before you? Yeah, I had crappy Melbourne jobs too. I I was at a call centre in North Melbourne. Yeah. Until probably maybe six, eight months ago. It's all blurred now, but yeah, it's um. So long ago. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that was that was like calling people. You know, being like, hello, can I, anyone between this and that age to talk about smoking? Yeah. They'd be like, oh, yeah, maybe, you know. And then you'd be like, for 25 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, no. So that was that was all right, though. Um, was that number one on the AIMS list for 2014? Yeah. Get out of Get this call of, center job? Yeah, that yeah. was, wow. Get someone to talk to me for 25 minutes about smoking. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I as soon as soon I signed the contract for a record, like, record deal and I knew that I got it in advance to last me a little while, I just went. No, that, I had a job. I had work that night, and I was, just didn't show up. Yeah. Called me, I just didn't answer, and I just never went back. That's great. Did you tell your boss? No, that no. I got a record deal. No, they just. What I don't know. Hopefully, they'll you find just missed out. that one shift, <laughs> and they were like, "He's out." Yeah. Well, they. I had. A, uh, there was a bunch of bosses, but some of them were pretty cool. Some of them would be, come up to me and be like, "Oh, easy." Like. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> That's and then is the ultimate like then your album being used as hold music in oh. the call center that you used to work yes. for. Now, I used to have this stuff. fantasy that I'd call someone and they'd be like, "You sound like someone I know." Like, <laughs> Are you all day? And yeah. then it never happened. I had that a couple of times. I worked at a burger joint when I was doing comedy, and randomly, like the whole time I worked there, two people who'd seen me, who'd seen my comedy festival show, yeah. came in to get burgers from me, and it was just it's. It's crushing because yeah. they're like, hi, oh, hey, we love, oh, we loved your show. Like with that tone <laughs> as if to say, we did, but clearly no one else has because <laughs> you're here. Yeah. Brutal. What about, have you got any more of those sort of perks? In, like, you know, now you're like number three, what, your first week in? You're number three on RHR? Is that yeah, first because it's about the first week and then afterwards you never hit that again. Yeah, yeah, Unless, sure. you know, you die or something. Mm. Yeah, Fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you die, then you probably go number one. So that's yeah. pretty yeah, sweet. Exactly. If you die, and I imagine you might have some stuff you're working on on the hard drive at the moment, we'll just, yeah. we'll just do a sweet Michael Jackson with your... <laughs> Unreleased things yeah. and Carl yeah. can rap, you know, oh, yeah, Justin yeah. Timberlake style. We can sort of patch him together. Do a bit of a uh, little less conversation sort <laughs> <Yeah>. of style. <laughs> Nat King and Natalie Cole. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> that would be amazing. Just us jumping on the back of something, just going, we're a little dumb, dumb club and we're yeah. here to say. Yeah, is that the consideration now if you're a musician? Not just not just like starting work on the new album, but just making sure that you've always got enough leftovers oh. in the bank that if you perish, and that, they can put together the posthumous album. That should be in your will. Who you want to be remixed by and... and Who controls it. Yeah. yeah. Who's, who's going to be the guy that, that, that raps with you in the afterlife? Okay, so... 
this is taking a turn for the morbid. <laughs> <laughs> a throwaway comment that has become you actually deciding. Yeah. That, so 40 year old, that 40 year old woman who we beat in that rap battle oh. is going to come in yes. and. Oh, yes. Yeah, that'd be she awesome. needs it. She probably needs it. Pretty bad right now. Yeah. So yeah. have you have, have you gotten anything like in the last six months or anything? Do you what's your what's your minor victories of being known? Like, do you go in and like get free fish and chips or anything, or do you? Is there anything that there's that little parts? Your life? Yeah, there's been. I've got there's Lord of the Fries. I don't. I'm because I mentioned before I'm a vegan, but um, that's I've already said I'm vegan because these the people say how do you know a vegan? They will tell you. <laughs> so yeah. I've just. I've just made that true. But yeah, there's a place that's vegetarian burger bar yep. that have given me like VIP so I can eat there whenever I want for free. Oh. Which is pretty cool. I love Lord of the Fries too. It's that cool. is a good that get. That's amazing. Yeah. So if yeah. they're listening, do you, you have, let them do you know. Have the, do you have like some sort of, a, do you have a black card or anything like that? Yeah, it's like a VIP card. It's got my face on it. Oh, oh can oh. we see it? Yeah, and it's like... Um, can you get them to get me one of those cards just for the month that my girlfriend <laughs> is vegan? For me and her. <laughs> yeah. Just so I can go somewhere good with her. Because we've heard these rumours of like the Nando's black card, which is just like free wherever you go. Wow. Yeah, in so, the UK you have yeah. to... Yeah. This is actually See, a it's not thing. a black card. It's just a laminated piece of paper. Oh. But it's still... It says 2014 honorary law. Oh, yeah. He's a very VIP. I'm a very VIP. Oh, well. yeah. You've got your face on and everything. Makes me feel pretty special. That is... Oh, man, I didn't even know they actually exist. Well, they actually, there's like none. There's like one or two. So Who's really? the other one? Yeah, so they have to... I, I, have, I do not know the other one, but when I go in there, they're confused. They're like, oh, really? Like, have you just laminated this? And yeah, because like, it yeah. looks oh, yeah. like something that someone would make up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then they would go, well, you know, who's going to go to that effort? And it's just and it causes a confusion. If there's two of them, so it's you, who's the other one? I don't know. I think, I, I have a feeling it's like Prince or something. <laughs> <laughs> The actual Lord of the Fries. No, no, yeah. it's yeah. a prince. Yeah. <laughs> you and prince. Yeah. He's got a purple card. So who does that just free free, free Lord of the Fries? It's free Lord of the Fries, yeah. So I just go there. I've like am I gonna like blow out? Yeah. Because like, it's like yeah. for the people that don't know, it's like a uh, vegetarian McDonald's, like it's like the fast food joint. Mm. Yeah, hey, yeah. How does this how does this happen though? Do you walk in one day and they go all day? Here's a card. <laughs> this is it. like, how does it? It does already it has your you? face on it. It's great. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think. Well, I did like a when I was promoting my album. I wanted to um, do like I, I did like a bus tour. So we hired a bus, and then we got like the dedicated fans. We put them on it. We drove around Melbourne and played them on the album, like the real, you know, like the super fans. Yeah. And then so we called up Lord of the Fries and said, um, you know, do you want to give us burgers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they said yeah, and also oh you, that's cool. Like you're you're vegan. Have this. So that oh. yeah, and it's sick because I that that's like. A staple of That's my great. diet. Yeah. How many Lord of the Fries are there in Melbourne? There are a fair few now, isn't there? It's spreading. There's like yeah. three yeah. in the city, one in Bronze, one in Chad. Could have Chad been a, a pretty yeah. cool like album launch to go to every single one. Yeah. And at every single one, there's a different song off your album oh. to play. Like, yeah, and just yeah. do it that way. And you just have to keep going and eating more shit. Yeah. The way around. Yeah. See, this, it just sounds like it. I mean, you, you might, we probably wouldn't know this, but we have been yeah. campaigning nonstop yeah. on this podcast for the last year. Everything else you've said about your career has just <laughs> withered away in yeah. my eyes now that I've heard that. A bag of cards. Yeah. We had, we had Nando's get onto us because we talked about them nonstop and we had all our listeners tweet it them yeah and then they offered us like what a couple of bags of free chips and <laughs> a few oh, wings that's a slap in the face it was still great but yeah. it was yeah. you know it, it, it wasn't we initially thought oh we're gonna get sponsored by nando's oh they're gonna cater like you know we had 120 people at our show or whatever they're gonna do it was like oh here's a couple of nuggets oh yeah that's cool as well i guess <laughs> <laughs> and we had to go and get them 
Well, no, no, we didn't. Yeah. There was a point where we were going to have to go and get them, and the store was nowhere, yeah. nowhere near us. That's what you know. What I'm, I'm willing to lower my standards to any fast food emporium there is. I want to get some form of black card like that. That's my aim for the rest of my life. That's it. I'm putting up a to do list for 2014 and beyond, and there's only one thing on it, yeah. and it is a black card. We'll at even any take fast food restaurant. We'll even take. It doesn't even have to be a chain. Just a local crappy yes. suva joint yes. that's no good. I just, want, I just <laughs> never want to pay for a potato cake again in my life. That's that's what I want. It never feels good forking out for a potato cake. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That if you so if you're somewhere now and you you want to get food and there's not a lot of the fries nearby, you just shitty like oh, I gotta pay for yeah. gotta pay for my food like a real pleb. Yeah. So that's what you two need to you target the, the little business because Nando's they they've made their money. They don't need to sponsor you guys. They're only you target a, no, a little independent. No, but the little independent notice that missing, and you know that's a that's a small thing. Whereas the Nando's they wouldn't know if we got six burgers a week. They wouldn't feel that. But if you six a week, yeah. If you talk about <laughs> what, I'm almost every low. day. I'm aiming low. <laughs> you talk <laughs> enough on your show about Wobsy's fish and chips. All yeah. your listeners will go there. They'll be making their money. Oh, you, yeah. you two just rocking. Go yeah, we're making like it's the Run DMC with Adidas. They said we, they did their song oh. My Adidas. And then went in after we, we've just made you a million dollars. Very comparable. You're right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we've got to right. get. Right, yeah. Maybe maybe we should find a find a smaller place and start aiming lower. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere near Five Burrows where we do live shows that we can. What about Zambrero? The burrito place. That could be the right size because they're in between. They're smaller than Nando's. Yeah. But they're still kind of... How about s- that bakery in, in Elstonwick that, with the no pies? <laughs> Frank's pies. <laughs> Frank's pies. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, we're going to get free no pies for the rest of our lives. <laughs> great, great. <laughs> uh, Tom, you've got like... I've just sort of noticed from, uh, you know, your stuff on Twitter and, and Tumblr and whatever else, you've got, you, you've got a very, like, you've got a very passionate fan base. I think I heard you talking earlier in the year you were doing... Was it like a signing? It Was it Groove in the Moo? And, like, people were trying to jump the fence to get over there or something? Yeah, that happened at a Groove in the Moo. Like, um, the, the signing, like, uh, when you do festivals, they'll do signings, but there'll be, like, a 15-minute allocation period. Yep. And I was Groove in the Moo. That was, like, a bit of a turning point. I, a lot more people were just, like, starting to notice my music. And we would go over the allocated time. So we did, like, instead of 15, they'd allocate 30. And then after that, we weren't done. Yep. And then I'd had to go, and then people just started jumping the fence. Yeah. And, like, girls, like, a girl, like, fell on top of me and, like, like these are like getting in danger or whatever, and the security like was holding the fence, and it was all very, all very hectic. And look, that's happened a bunch this year. Have people been bringing you like gifts and stuff like that at these things? Oh yeah, yeah. Food, food. <laughs> people, people have been bringing me Skittles because I wrote on some joke bio that I did. I wrote, oh, like I eat a thousand packets of Skittles for breakfast every morning, <laughs> <laughs> and. Then everyone has just brought me Skittles recently. Oh, there you go. That's pretty good. Again, more free food. Yeah. 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 Free stuff. Is anyone bringing you Lord of the Fries? And you're like, oh, yeah, good one. I've already got the card. (laughs) Thanks for nothing, dipshit. Save your money. Yeah. Yeah. How about a a shop that I don't get for free? Yeah. Yeah. That would be amazing. Do you you have a partner? Do you have a... Nah. I'm a single. Yeah, right. So... Does it get does it get pretty hectic? Does it get with girls? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm only recently like split up, oh, okay. but uh, I split up like I'm an adult, like like, like, <laughs> like um yeah, but no, nah, it's 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 kind of hectic, but like it's I don't know, like I'm not really I don't really like rail groupies or anything. Oh no no, but there's, there's <laughs> excellent. It? You I love the term rail by the way. <laughs> excellent. That's disgusting. I can't. Excellent. I gotta say, that's the first time in my life I've said rail. Really? I, I was just trying to. Press a room full of guys. Yeah, yeah. No, you did well. You won one. You Dang. won the you you won the sporty child over. Yeah. That's for sure. That's all I walk out of this room tonight thinking rail and free Lord of the Fries. So you're doing well. 
Well, that, that's. I'll just quickly. This is one last thing that I saw at Splinter that uh, I very much enjoyed because I don't know if you felt this, Josh, but you know, you, you go to a thing like that, and I kind of feel like, yeah, I know all the bands on this bill, and I'm on at this music festival. You know, I'm cool. I'm with it. And then you go there, and you're just surrounded by pissed, roided up twenty year olds, yeah. and you go, oh, I'm a. I'm I'm David Attenborough. Like I'm, I'm never feeling this from the outside looking in. I have never felt more dweeby and pale than at Splendid Le Grass. It was just so many buffed up bronze dudes. Really? Is yeah. that is that what guys do now? Like is that a Must I be. think it is. It seems like a thing. Everyone's yeah. on the peptides. Right. Yeah. It seems like like it seems like guys really uh, take a lot more care of themselves younger and really have got that thing where I don't, you know, when I was in high school, I don't think anyone in my high school would have been to a gym. No. Whereas it seems like that is a thing now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was because back when I was going to music festivals as like, you know, 20 years old as a punt, it was like just dudes in black t shirts yeah. and jeans just mm. being dweebs and just yeah. going, oh, I like this band. For oh, sure. wow. And then now it's just like. It's, it's all the people who used to beat up the people yeah. that went to concerts yeah. and now it's go to those It's a whole bunch of sporty children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, when I went to festival, it used to be like, you know, uh, uh, all the people... You've that never been to a festival. <laughs> We've been, we went to Harvest together. Oh, that's right. We did. I went to the first couple of big day outs. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was all people that had been Oh, when the big out. bopper was playing. Yes, yes. <laughs> I saw Richie Valens die. His plane crashed <laughs> into the second stage. Oh, wow. Good get from them. <laughs> No, it was great, but it was all full of people that had been yelled at cars yeah. all their life by, you know, people saying, get your fucking hair cut, you idiots. But now, all the bullies, I think, have long hair, have all the stuff that yeah, are like, yeah. that they would be yelling at in the past. Well, on the first morning that we were there, uh, my girlfriend saw these two beefcakes in singlets um, when we were getting breakfast. And one of them goes to his mate, did you get a root last night? And then his mate just like nods his head. And then the first one goes, oh, Fuck. <laughs> Just like that, which is beautiful in its simplicity. I love it a lot. Yeah. But uh but yeah. Do you get a lot of what what kind of what kind of people are coming to see you at a festival, Tom? Are there Um Wow, I haven't really looked at it in this uh David Attenborough way. Like you guys have just <laughs> Um, a lot of different people, but yeah, I've noticed like it's a very like buff gym culture and stuff. Yeah, these days. Oh, you even get the buff dudes at your shows? Not for me, but oh. I just notice people like my age and younger than me. Like my, I have two younger brothers that are like they're both like taller and more handsome and stronger than me. Yeah, <laughs> so like they they go to the gym and like you know take all the creatine and all that. Yeah. All the what? Creatine. Creatine. Is that powder you got to take before or after? Yeah. Oh, all these you're a new gym dude, Josh. I'm not you? taking that. I'm just I'm just going so I've got an hour out of the house to oh, go right. and use the gym. But yeah, I am. You're hitting the gym because you know I don't usually notice this, but I saw you on stage the other day and I went, "Oh, you've got guns now. Yeah, <laughs> you got arms." Spread that rumor out because I don't. <laughs> <but yeah. laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm better than I was. Yeah. Because yeah. I've been going six nights a week for two months. Do you wow. go six nights a week? Yeah. Wow. I thought you only need to go three times. That's really devastated me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just, you can go as many times as you want. I don't, but it's, just, it's literally 200 metres from my house, so I feel guilty if I don't. Yeah. And I've got an eight-week-old son, Okay. and so it's a time to go out and actually watch TV. <laughs> so you're going to be, in a couple of months' time, you're going to be this massive guy, and it's like, he really hates his children. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's just he needs to get out of the house and watch Footy Classified on, on the Oh, treadmill. that's what you do? Yeah. Right. Just, just yeah. Run for an hour watching Can you Caro. actually focus when you're puffed out? That's what I always wonder about. I've never been. Well, you don't need to focus. 
too much though. Well, Woody classified. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're not, not saying much. Yeah, yeah. You know, once you're done with the wire, then you move on to Footy classified because <laughs> it's pretty. It's a pretty intense show. That would be awesome to watch the wire at the gym. <laughs> yeah. What did he say? Uh, well, guys, I think that brings us to the end of the little dum dum club uh, for another week. Josh and Tom, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks. Uh, Tom, you've, so your album is out. Startup Cult is on iTunes and at actual bricks and mortar stores. Actual JB Hi-Fi. I don't think Sanity, for some reason, people say Sanity aren't selling it. Really? Probably I don't know if they aren't selling anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> their, their days are numbered, let's be honest. Yeah. They're... Man. You haven't released a computer game, so it's not that going to be a sanity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So is it on vinyl as well? It's just about to be, but Sweet. I've just Ooh, found yeah. out how expensive that is to make. Is it? Yes. Oh. It's like $8,000 for 500 or something. Ooh. Anyway, that's like very specific. You didn't hear yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So this is turning into industry talk very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you got a tour that is on in, what is it, a couple months? October. It's almost yes. sold out. Melbourne's almost sold out. out. Yeah, Melbourne's already sold out. Um, what are you doing in Melbourne? I'm doing two corner hotels. Oh, oh, awesome. That's huge. Yeah, that's great. What's so that, five, six hundred? It's like 800. 800. Oh. So, yeah, I thought I wasn't going to, like, yeah, it's going to. The hey, Ronnie Chang of Aussie Hip Hop right exactly. here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said before the show. I'm happy. I love Ronnie Chang. Yeah, it's everyone really loves Ronnie yeah, Chang. Everyone loves yeah. Ronnie Chang. Yeah. You get Ronnie Chang to support you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that would be wow. pretty great. You'd need to. Yeah, the whole of Melbourne would be there. Be yeah. I'd like to see Ronnie Cheng do some raps about back- backpacks and <laughs> ergonomics. And <laughs> uh, Josh, have you got anything to plug? Uh, I'm doing a Fringe show coming up. That's yes. a, a couple of months away, but I'm doing a new show, a brand new show called Square Peg. And, and I'm, That's I'm, in I'm, Melbourne. That's Melbourne yeah, it's in Fringe. Melbourne. And I'm up in Brisbane uh, next Power, week. Powerhouse? Powerhouse, yeah. Four Nights at Powerhouse. And then in What's Sid- the dates of uh, Powerhouse? Is it the... S- 6th of August, I think. Right. Yeah, until the 9th. And then I'm in Sydney for a show at the store and then down Hobart for four nights at the Backspace Theatre and then come back and do Melbourne. So I'm getting about. It's good. Awesome. Great. So yep. joshearl.com. Yep. Dot .au. Dot .au. Yep. Uh, we've got the 200th episode of the Little Dum Dum Club is this Saturday, but it's sold out. I think it's sold out. Maybe try and... You know what? Try and rock up. If you're really keen, you don't have the money until Saturday, rock up and we'll see if we can squeeze you in maybe. Let's, but we've officially sold let's out. Let's scalp some tickets on Gumtree for like <laughs> 400 bucks yeah. and see how we go. Yeah. Um, we've also got the uh, live show and our stand-up shows in Adelaide on August the 12th. Exactly. If you can't get in to Melbourne this Saturday, just drive to Adelaide. Easy. Yeah. Not <laughs> yeah. the worst idea. Yeah. Um, good tap water up there, so you'll have a good time. Um, yeah, all that information is at littledumdumclub.com. I'm also doing my show Pipsqueak for one night in Melbourne on August the 27th. Tickets are free uh, if you email me at tommydaslow.com. And I think that's it. That's it for Little Dum Dum Club this week. Thanks very much for joining us and we'll see you next time. See See you, mate. mate.